podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports for Dummies. It's episode nine, a very special bonus episode we're calling this. The past few weeks has been a little bit crazy, not going to lie. Lewis has been on holiday to Boardmasters Festival. He's then had a cold. I've had family around and then busy work schedule. And the person I got to interview today, it took us so long to get our heads together because he's such a busy person that we were a little bit delayed. But we're back, we are here, and this is a very special episode. Now, Springfield Road FC is a football team made up of prison officers. It's a charity football team who, here at Sports with Dummies, Lewis and I find really, really inspirational what they've done and what they continue to do. And one of the main objectives is to break down barriers. A few episodes ago, we spoke about a football match that happened between Springfield Road FC and Bowers Football Club. It was men versus women. And the reason for it was to try and break down gender barriers in the sport of football. It's a fantastic team and we're so excited to share their journey today. In this week's episode, we hear from one of the men behind it, Jamie McCarthy. Enjoy. Well, Jamie, it's been a long time getting you here. You're a very busy man. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> How do you manage everything? Because obviously you work in the prison and then you're doing the football stuff on the side as well. You must have just a crazy schedule all the time. It's, it's, it is like a second job. It really is sometimes. Like trying to sort out fixtures, trying to sort out the charities. And then there's top of that doing long shifts in the prison. It, it is mad. Lucky enough, I have got a... Another person that does this with me, Paul. Mm. On, on Twitter, he's known as Balak. So, give him a follow. Uh, yeah, give him a follow. He'll like that little plug there. So, for people who are listening, I jumped straight into the interview there without actually explaining what's going on. So, Springfield Road FC is the football club, and you are the man behind the football club. And Lewis Pierce is not here today. He had to go do something else. He actually went to Boardmasters Festival, and he's still recovering, I think. So, he has sent me some sport related questions to ask you, Jamie, because I am the dummy in this situation. Are you okay wow. with that? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, tell us first, let's talk about your job. So, you work in the prison. How long have you been doing that, and why do you love that job so much? Uh, I've just I've been a prison officer now for just shy of four years. Uh, it's it's a nice job to be in. Like it's not what so it's hard. You can never really describe it. Like it's not normal what we no. do, but at the same time, to us now it is. But you see, outside the general public, see the police, they see the fire engines, they see the ambulances. But you're never going to see us behind a 12 by a 20 foot wall. So no one really knows. And then the only things you do ever see in the media are always bad stuff. Always, mm-hmm. always and nine, well, eight times out of ten, it ain't even true. So it's like so, it's so on its own from a public service that um, it's just, uh, it's, it is hard to describe, but I like it because you meet so many different types of people. Mm. Like um, a yeah. general day you're meeting about 700 different people. Not That's many different. jobs. It is mad. Not, not, not many jobs you know that you can say that and everybody's different. So it is, uh, it's, a, it's a different job. Some people can do it, some people can't. It's, it's not what you see on the... Um, on the movies it isn't it's completely different does it ever feel like you're going into a different world every single day and does it feel like 
does that have an emotional toll as well? Because I'm sure that you meet people who are good people who have made a mistake and you maybe feel a little bit like, oh, they've, they've got to stay in there and I get to go home. Uh, you can say no. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yes and no. Yes and no. Like, you don't have... Like, they, they ain't your mates at the end of the day, but they, you see them more than you see your own family at times. Mm-hmm. Like, the last three Christmases, my Christmas day's been with them. Like, with prisoners. Like, it's mad. Like, the Euros, when three years ago, I was watching the quarterfinal with prisoners, like, against Sweden, where people were putting posts up in their pubs and that, like, they're watching it. And it's, you live life in the prison and say, but uh, some people, some people can separate, some people can't. So I'm fortunate enough I can. Mm-hmm. And when I can't end, but yeah, it does. I, it does. It does bring an emotional toll on, on people. And mental health is a big thing, in, not just inside a prison, but for us as well. So, absolutely, one hundred percent. What's Christmas like, Jamie? In there? Um. Again, that's just uh, it's a hard question to answer. To be fair, it's it's not your it's not your normal Christmas, but it's it's okay. It's okay. it's it's fine. It is in there. It's okay. It's, it's such a hard question to answer. Um, what Christmas is like inside a prison? It's just a normal day, really. You mentioned there about mental health, not only for people in there, but also for the staff. And you've obviously built a close relationship with your team. Tell us about that relationship. So, I can I can only say before this team. It wasn't, it wasn't so much that we weren't all friends, because we were, but no way was we as close as we all are now. And it's not just the players that play in the team. The people, all everyone in the prison talks about it, in, including prisoners, to be fair. Um, it's actually brought a lot of us together, and I truly do believe that. I believe it's, it's, it's helped a load of people's mental health uh, in the team. It brought us all together as one. And it's mad that we only, we, we only started to play a team... Serco, they bring in the they bring in the prisoners from court to prison. Ah, yes, S E R C O, right? Yeah, that company. Serco, yeah. So we we only got a team together to play a seven aside game against them. That, that was it. Um, and then we had this thing where we thought, why not play in a Sunday league? But then that quickly went because half of us worked one weekend and the other half worked the other weekend. So you'd never get a team out. And if you ever did, it'd never be the same team. So the net, so then we sat there, it was, it was in a pub, sat there, right, how are we going to do, make this work? And I, I I can't remember who said it. I think it was Paul. He said, why don't we just make a charity team then? And then it just went on from there for one conversation in a pub after one training game to this. It, it's, it's grown quickly. And it's going to continue to grow as well because it's such a great thing that you're doing. Um, the other week, we spoke about it on the podcast and that's why this conversation's come about today where it was um, men versus women. And we'll touch on that a little bit more a little bit later on. Tell us a little bit about the, the club's motto or the philosophy. Uh, so the philosophy behind it was um, a lot of men coming to the prison with nothing. And sadly, they leave with nothing. So 
they leave homeless. So if and and I never ever will I justify crime, but I sympathise with if you leave with nothing and nowhere to go, you're only going to turn to stealing or crime to try finding food or put a roof over your head. So because of that, we then got in touch with Chess Homeless Charity in Chelmsford. So that's who we raise money for. And we bring them together, the prison and Chess Homeless, to raise money and funds for them so people like that have somewhere to go after they leave prison. So, as I said before, it's not just on movie scenes. We we actually do help. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, making that connection, if the prisoners are aware of this as well, they're going to have uh, a respect and a, a kind of gratitude towards you, I'd imagine, because you're trying to do something to change their situation. Whereas, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, um, and this is just, this isn't based on films and movies. This is based on my own experience. But I think sometimes prisons don't always rehabilitate people. They they do the punishing right. So would you and like you say there, they come out and they haven't really got anything to go for. They can end up homeless. So you're trying to help that rehabilitation away. Yes, to at least kickstart it. So yeah. prison, prison. As hard as you can't rehabilitate everybody. Mm-hmm. Just well, some like, people don't want to, do they? No, and, and, and if you don't want to, you can never be a real bit. You can, it, it has to be a self-process. You have to want to do it. Yeah. Just like, uh, it's loads, loads of situations in football at the minute, just like the racism in football. Like, until people want to change, it's never going to change. Like, so, uh, it's sad to say as human beings in 2021, that still happens. But unless you want to change, you'll never change anything. And that's in all walks of life. If yeah. I don't... If I don't want to go to, if I want to go to the pub, I'm going to the pub. Like no one's going to tell me I'm not going to. And uh, and I'm and sad that you put them together like that, but it really is true. You, you, people will only change if they want to change, but you can give them a stepping stone. Yeah, it's like now, having a, it's like having a smoking habit. And if you give someone a a new device to help them stop smoking, they might help. They might do them the trick if they want to. So it's got to be both of those combined. But you are doing some good, which is great. Yeah. So starting so. They they know oh, the prisoners know about the uh, football team that they every time we play a game they laugh about it. <laughs> if one of the penalty they joke it. Oh, the jokes go on for about forty eight hours. But they um, yeah they hammer you. If we we haven't lost in a while, but when we did they hammer you. Like it's funny. It's funny and it is funny. They, so they do know what we're doing and they know what we're about. And is and, the long is the long term goal to work with even more charities or are you just going to focus on that one for now? Uh, no, it's to, to work with more charities. We'll, we'll, we'll always play a match for charity for any situation if we get asked. Our main one is charities chess because it's the one we started with. Mm-hmm. But we'll never rule out raising money for any other charities. I mean, you can't just be closed-minded. So we'll be open-minded to you know. Question from Lewis here. What is your relation as a club to Haybridge Swifts? <laughs> and the reason I say it's about Lewis because I don't know what it is. <laughs> so Haybridge <laughs> With a non-league football team in Essex, in uh, okay. well, in Haybridge, but it's just outside of Malden, a nice little town. And um, I sent them an email. It was just an email to uh, to Gary. It was. He's, he's the chairman of there. Uh, he owns a club. And 
I wasn't expecting a reply. You don't. You know when you send one of those, you, you know when you send an email and you don't really expect it, you just think, I hope, I hope he does. But I'm not expecting it. I think it was within a day he replied to me and he said, oh, wow. um, give, uh, give us a call. And we, we set a date to, for a phone call, a bit like this. And we spoke for about an hour. And within that hour, I, we then became affiliated with them. So we are now their charity team as well as our own. Wow. We still play as our own, yeah. but we're their charity team. We have their pitch. We can have um, after the pitch. So after we've played our games, we can raise money in the bar and do functions there at, at no cost. Zero cost. What they've, so done for, what they've done for us is is unreal. All the uh, guys at um, Haber Street. And I can't thank them enough. There's nothing I can do to thank them enough for that. And that's from a non-league team going for going. It was through COVID at the time as well. And even during COVID where money's tight, even, even then they went, not a problem. Didn't even have to try selling it. They're, they're, they're unreal club, unreal community club. But also, well done you, Jamie. And, and thanks to you that has happened. Because if you hadn't sent that email, then that conversation wouldn't have happened. So I'm glad that you kind of went for it there. No, you just, sometimes you've got to go bold. So. Yeah, you've got to shoot your shot sometimes, haven't you? Yeah, sometimes you just have to throw out there and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. What's the worst that can happen? Um, so you've played a lot of games today. You've had that kind of affiliation, which is fantastic. For you, Jamie, what's been some of the highlights? Oh, the highlight for the team has got to be the first game at Habish Swifts. That was uh, that was a long time. That was uh, <clears throat> from the time we reached the uh, game and made the game. It was almost a year, eight about eight ten months, almost a year before we could actually play that game because of COVID. COVID hit us hard. Lockdown hit us hard. Then we arranged it for just before the second lockdown kicked in. And I think it must have been about a week before the second lockdown. He clearly locked, Boris locked us down again. And by, by the time we did it, it was just the relief to even get into the stadium. Well, some of the players haven't even seen the stadium. Your foot on that pitch, it must have been like, oh, thank goodness we're here, finally. A bit like this meeting with me and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this this took almost as long. Yeah, every time yeah. I had to do it at work or you was busy, it's crazy. But the, some of the players, you know, it's unreal. And from playing that first game, they've actually closed the stadium down for a while because they've got renovations going on. So instead of having a grass pitch, it's now 4G. They're having brand new changing rooms, brand new gym. The bar's being redone. Like So we have to wait a little bit again, but... Uh, I think by the 3rd of September they'll be done and they'll play their first home game there. I think it's on the 3rd or the 4th. The 4th? I think it's the 4th their first home games there. And you're going to get so, to take advantage of that as well, all of this renovation. Yeah, I'm real. Uh, so we was actually one of the last things to play on the grass pitch ever at Habe Swift. So we'll always have that as well. So yeah, I don't know, it's, just, it's been crazy the last year and a half, but it's been worth it. But some long nights between... Mm-hmm. So you get home from work and then me and Paul will be doing this, arranging things, getting not to sleep till about one in the morning, back up at five. Like it's been some it's been some long graft in there. But yeah, but nothing it, nothing good comes easy, does it? Hey? No, this yeah, no, nothing. No, I, I didn't expect it to hit our lap. Without the graft, it won't be where we are today. So and that's testament. And thank, I, thank, I gotta thank all the lads that are involved as well. Cause it's not just me and Paul that have day jobs and go home they all go home to their families and they still turn up to matches so 
and they've, and they're all working the prison. So it's it's crazy, and, it's, and just thanks to all the boys as well. So you and Paul obviously work on all the arrangements. You mentioned that you do some of it in the pub sometimes. Um, how did the game came come about with the women's team from Bowers? So that was Paul's idea. Paul is a uh, bit of a genius, isn't he? <laughs> listen, now you've said that, I'm not going to start at the end of it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's, that's a literal text message as soon as this goes out. Um, yeah, it was his idea. I, I can't remember where we were or where it was, what we were talking about, but he just texted me and said, like, I think we should do this. But I was arranging other things at the time. And I, I rang back and said, right, let's just run with it, see what we can do. So I messaged Bowers and they, they got, uh, uh, to be fair, they got straight on board as well. Like, massive credit to them. Like, there wasn't even a, I'll ask this. I, they went, yeah, God, straight off the bat. It was just like, no hesitation. And then, so they, they knew what we do. They really about, they really knew what we, what we was about. We was a charity team, all prison officers at Springfield Road, um, at Chelmsford Prison, sorry. And then, yeah, that took um, a little while to get a game because we just didn't know. We didn't want to play it behind closed doors mm. because of COVID. So we wanted fans. So we had to wait until Boris lifted all the restrictions. And, well, as we all know in this country, that took some time. <laughs> Which, a little while, Jamie, just a little while. Yeah, just a crazy amount. Of, I feel like I've lost like two years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the note of doing, whilst I've got you talking about the wanting to do outside and have people there, was there also an element of, okay, COVID, but also because you were standing for something, because you were playing against the sexes, was it a, a stronger message you were trying to send? And that's why you wanted supporters there. Yes. I mean, we, we could have done a lot on social media, which we did do, but unless people actually saw it for their own eyes, would they have believed it? Like, it had to be a strong message. And the message is always strong when someone sees it with their own eyes. So we did, we put it out there, and the turnout was unreal, to be fair. A lot more people turned up than we thought that would. And what, Just, was, what was the message, Jamie? That women and men can play football together. It isn't just men. Like, women can actually play football. Like, and this team, they were a better team than we are. I, I was quite gladly admit that. They're a better footballing team. One of the best we've played as a charity team. We've played some teams, and they're the best footballing team we've played. Do you think this is history in the making? Do you think there'll be more games of this kind of calibre? I hope so. Mm. I hope so. I hope it's the start of something good. But we'll we'll definitely play it. We'll play Bowers. We're playing Bowers again, but... Um, once we get the Habeage pitch sorted and once we get some dates in, we want to play. Like, we'll push it hard. We'll, we'll, we, we really will. It ain't going to be one of those things go, oh, well, if it happens once a year, it's just one. No, it ain't, it ain't. We'll push it as hard as we can every day, all day. Like, all this sexist stuff, all this racism stuff, it's just got to stop. Like, it's 2021. We're all humans. I don't, I don't really get why you've, people out there think women can't play football. It's an absolute joke, to be fair. What do you think on that could be done more to improve equality in sport? Funding for women, for a start. Well, it's just, that's just the main thing. It's all down to money, isn't it, at the end of the day? Money talks, eh? It does. All right. I, get, I get some arguments of why Premier League footballers get paid more than the women 
footballers in the Premier League. If they, I, I get it. I get it's all to do with money, and I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not here to argue that fact or anything. But just give it a little bit more respect. Don't like just yeah. give women respect realistically in football. Stop trying to say, "Oh, well, it's, it's boring." Game. It wasn't. Well, it's one of the fun. It's one of the best games I've played. Like the actual, and they, the banter on the pitch was fun. That hmm. like. It was they just up for it as well. Like they want it just as bad as we do, well, men. Like I, I don't understand it. I, 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 to this day, I don't get it. But we'll play on and we'll fight again and play them again. And hopefully, next time we play them, we'll get even more people there and even more people. I mean, the FA finally acknowledged it as That's a, a pilot, game, as a pilot game. So, and we had to do a report on that. Well, we did. The Bowers did had to do a report on that. So. Hopefully it's just the beginning of a start, uh, and then we'll tomorrow. I'll go on Twitter and I'll see that someone else decided it. So, us and Bowers just trendsetters, I'm assuming. But they, <laughs> I, I don't want it to be a trend. I want it to be a. I just want it to be a natural thing. Yeah, it, and it should be as you mentioned. Um, you said there that there was more supporters than you imagined there would be. The turnout was fantastic. How how has the reaction been since? I've not had one negative comment. I've right. not seen. Yeah. I've seen it sort of um, people donated on the day, people that weren't even there donated. Because um, we, play, we played for um, Breast Cancer Now. Um, I thought it was only right to play for that charity. Well, me, us and Bowers decided it was, it was, it was right. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a cancer that both men, men and women can get, can't we? Yeah, so it felt it, it was just a natural thing to play for. Uh, so I think the total was just just over nine hundred. Wow! But that's the last time I checked. I think it might have gone up by then. I'm okay. not too sure. But well, anyone who's listening now should go and donate. So I'll include the link so they can donate as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before I let you go today, Jamie, because I know you're a busy man, tell us about Springfield F- Springfield Road FC. Who would be your five key players? This is an on the spot question. I haven't even prepped him for this. <laughs> Calling people out here. Wow, some people are going to be so sad. <laughs> um, the team. The team. I can't just pick five, so 11 aside. Oh, the so team. Okay. Without the, without the other six, there wouldn't be a team. That's a very um, political answer, that. <laughs> it sounds like Boris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've prepped for this question before. <laughs> Well, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate your time and best of luck for the future. Thanks, Hope. Thanks for having me on. How lovely is Jamie and the journey of Springfield Road FC today? So excited to go and see that in St Albans. I've told Lewis we're going and we're going to be the commentators for the game. We'll be back next week for the final episode of the first series. So excited to see Lewis again. It's been so long. Have a wonderful week and make sure you give us a follow on Twitter if you're not already. Dummies underscore sports. Sports Social Podcast Network.